is the story going to become a continuation of the previous chapters from yesterday, or is it going to become something exciting and new? And you are the only one that gets to make that decision. Now, some folks make that decision based on, well, I'm going to live the story that I was told I'm supposed to live. Others will make that story based on one thing, and they will make that decision based on how they choose, how they choose to commune and live with and as pure source energy, pure God. Because that, as we've talked about previously, is your story. You are on this plane of action operating in the here and now to live always as your most vibrant divine self. And never to live the story that your parents thought you should live. Never to live the story that your ex thought you should live. Many, many still live that story. And you're here to tell a story about not just about how you live as presence, but how you create as presence, how you thrive as presence. You know, I, I, I get tickled sometimes with Dan after 26 years. God, I hope I've got that number right. Y'all let me know. But when people see Dan, you know, Dan's 70th birthday is coming up in December. That's, that's exactly right. Everybody says, wow, because their perception of what a 70-year-old may appear as is not the perception that Dan presents. Most people think Dan is probably 10 to 20 years younger than he really is. I hate him. I'm just kidding. But what's very clear to me is from the perspective of the story that Dan chooses to live as to what does it mean, what does it look like to live as a 70-year-old, is he had very good role models. He had very good role models. He accepted a story that was told by his relatives, and the, primarily his mother and his aunts. And they were very active, very busy, well into their 90s well into their 90s. His mother at 89 was still sewing. I kid you not, still sewing. She was a seamstress, still sewing for what she called the old folks home up the street. They hired her to do it. And the aunt would, it, up until the last three months of her journey in the physical realm, was going to work every day at 96 years old. No, did I get that wrong? 94, 93, because she was, she was the younger one. <laughs> she was the baby. Okay? So for, for Dan, he's got this idea now of what it means to live as not a 70-year-old person, but as a thriving expression of source, a thriving expression of presence. And so many people... And I know it's like he's a freak of nature because we think about 70-year-olds and what, what's the picture we get? Our grandparents or our great-grandparents. And what I like most about this, this theme, this idea is you may not be aware of it, 
but we have other 70 and plus age. Now, I'm not going to name names because, you know, I don't sleep with any of them. Anyhow, we have, now, we have 70 and plus that don't live the idea, the societal, societal idea of what it means to be 70 plus. They're rewriting the story. They're rewriting the chapter. And our role is to say, well, what is the story that I've accepted of what it means to be 70 years old? Or what it means to be 80 years old? And then decide, well, do I want to live that idea or do I want to begin writing and creating a new idea? And that's how this process of being presence works throughout. You get to decide how you're going to live your story. You get to decide how you're going to live your story. And no one can take that away from you. The, the key is going to be, are you ready to rewrite your story? Are you ready to begin that new chapter? You know, we did our workshop yesterday, on, and what I call it, y'all? Manifesting Your Magnificent Journey. Is that was that it? It was some some fabulous title like that, you know. And in the course of it, we really dove, dove deep into scripting for your journey. And the, the purpose for scripting for your journey is for you to focus, to really focus. Because when we focus through our writing, that is one of those times that we're really concentrating. We want to make sure we get the words down on the right on the paper. We want to ensure that our thought is really supporting the ideas that we want to bring forward. So it's a powerful experience to go through. And during the course of that workshop, a couple of things kept coming up and kept coming up and kept coming up. And it, so, and it wasn't with just one any one individual. It's like, but the theme that kept recurring that we had to kind of work through was this. Well, you know, I've, I know what my vision is. I know what my dream is. I know what I want in life. But there's all this external stuff that seems to pull me away, pull my attention away, and I get caught up in it. And some of that external stuff is not necessarily bad. It's really good stuff. Some of it is kind of bad. So how do I do that? How do I maintain the focus through scripting? How do I maintain my story so that it becomes my physical experience? So we're going to share that with you today because, as I said, we want you to live your story. So let's assume that someone here has a goal. Anybody have a goal, a dream, a desire? Of course you do. We all do. That's never going to go away. As soon as you get one, by the way, as soon as you manifest one, you're going to want to be on to something else. That's the creative presence operating through you. It's never done. So well, you've got this goal, and you know it's only going to lead you to another one, but you want to stay focused on it. You really want to stay focused on it. You want it to manifest. So how do we go about that? Well, the first thing is, as we've talked about is scripting your story. What does that look like? Your dream, when it becomes into the physical reality, how do you feel 
about it? How will you feel as you're living it? Will you feel wonderful? Will you feel free? Will you feel limitless? Will you feel empowered? Whatever it is. And begin scripting that out with the power of the feelings. Now, we're going to do a little sidetrack. Because you've got your story here, and we've written it out. We've ripped it. We've written the scripting piece. But we want to stay focused on it. But I have to tell you a side story in order to get us to how we maintain the focus. And so what I want to get to is when I was when I was younger, when I was a child, I loved magic. Loved magic. And I had one of those magic kits, you know, suitable for ages 6 through 12. I had it until I was 30. And it had all this neat stuff in it, right? Bottle tricks and rope tricks and handcuff tricks, not those kind of tricks, but, you know. And one of the things that it had was invisible ink. Remember that? Remember the invisible ink? That was awesome. And so you could write out little notes, and then the ink would disappear. And then in order to get the ink to reappear... Right, So you could see what was written. You had to engage it some way with some action. Some of the invisible ink on the paper you had to just wet and it would wet lightly and it would come back. Others it would tell you, you know, hold it to a heat source. You could even hold it in your hand, right? And just the energy, the heat from your hand would activate the ink and it would begin to fade back into being able to be written. Got that visualization? Fade back into being able to be written. Isn't that awesome? So I love that. So here's the deal. What we want you to do in, in your scripting journal, we don't want you to let go of these other things that you want to tend to. We really don't. These are important to you. But at some point in your, your journey, you decided, not only do I want this dream, but I want this dream over here. Not only do I want this, but I want this one over here. And we want you to have all those things. You know why? Because you deserve to have whatever you want to have in your life. Don't let anybody tell you differently. However, as you've written out your scripting story, and you're working with this current dream that you have, all these other desires, all these other goals, all we want you to do is go ahead and create a title page for them. So if your primary goal that you want to focus on first is being, is simply being, that successful, prosperous, magnificent creator in your current business endeavor, focus on that. That you want to write in as much detail as you want. And if another goal that you have is, I don't know, a date every Friday night, just put that on a blank page. Just put that on a blank page. And then begin to focus solely on telling yourself the story that you've already written telling yourself the story so much so that you've reconditioned the old thought patterns of behavior. The old thoughts that kick in that says you can't do this and here's why. Because that 
old thought pattern is nothing more than a belief. And as you tell, reread your story and tell your story to yourself over and over again, all that you're doing is creating a new belief. That's all a belief is, is a thought that we have told to ourselves over and over and over and over again. So much so that it becomes an ingrained part of our spiritual essence. Okay? So you're telling yourself your new story, you're doing it over and over again, and now you're starting to live your story. And we're going to talk about living our story in just a moment. But you know what happens to those other things that we put on the blank pages? Remember we put our extra desires and dreams on the blank pages? Well, as we begin shifting and evolving the energy that we are into our dream, allowing our primary focus to be that perfect creative expression of source, fully focused on bringing forward the thoughts that we are activating, the mental images that we are activating within our, within our mind, those other pages, they begin to materialize, just like the disappearing ink. They're recipients of that energy. And they begin to come forward with very little effort on our part. Now, we may have to go back in and add some detail. We may have to go back into the story and begin writing exact, a little more detail on how we want it to look. But the reality is, once you begin working through your focused nature within the creative process, Everything else begins to fall into place. Everything else begins to fall into place. So you can start with just one desire, one dream, one goal, knowing, living as your most vibrant, omnipotent self from the awareness that everything else is going to follow or is going to be easier. Every time you demonstrate and you acknowledge your demonstration, what you're doing is evolving that vibration of you, that awareness of you, that says and knows that you are source and perfect function and form. So the next dream, the next goal, it is not as difficult to manifest. The next dream, the next goal, simply becomes a thought that manifests. The next dream, the next goal, simply becomes that ink being activated through the heat, through the energy of your dynamic self. You follow that analogy? Of course you do. You're nodding. Thank God you're nodding. Bless you very much. So we want to talk about living your, 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 your story because this is important for folks. And we pointed out a couple of weeks ago that living your story is not faking it till you make it. We don't like that term. Right? Because fake it till you make it has a sense of pretending about it. And if you know you're pretending, the universe knows you're pretending. It's that simple. So we want you to move into that awareness of you being your story. And what that can be confusing because what does that mean for me to be my story? Well, it may mean that if my story is about having this loving, joyful, wonderful relationship that and I and it's not there yet then I'm going to get up in the morning and be a lover of life 
I'm going to get up in the morning and just love my the feel of my bed. I'm going to get up in the morning and regardless of what I see in the mirror first thing, I'm going to love the reflection even before I shower. I'm going to go out into the world and even though that Grocery clerk is having, obviously, the worst day ever in the history of grocery clerks. I'm going to love them anyway. Because my focus needs to be on being love. On being love. On being my story. So if my goal, if my vision, my story is about living in an infinite flow of abundance, always having more than enough to share and to spare, then guess what I'm gonna guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go about my day and I'm gonna see the homeless person and give them the dollar and thank them for playing a role in my ability to be this prosperous demonstration. I'm going to tip the waitress an extra amount or waiter. I'm going to look for ways to know and feel prosperous. What's the underlying word there? Feel. Feel. I want to feel prosperous. But, but you know, I'm not prosperous yet. So how do I go about living the feeling of prosperity? Because, you know, my what I want to feel is not being reflected in my checking account, right? Think about, begin feeling that alignment with the prosperity of the universe, whether it's being unable to count the stars at night or the blades of, blades of grass in the, in the lawn. Look for ways that abundance is, is already appearing within your journey? Is it an abundance of friends? Is it an abundance of opportunity for growth and expansion? Those are the things that we want to look at as opposed to looking at the checking account. We want to look for all the ways the abundance of the universe shows up in our lives. And we can do th simple things that allow us to be the vibration of abundance. Those simple things will be giving the dollar, tipping the waitress. It may be as simple as writing yourself a check for a hundred bucks. I love this exercise. Writing yourself a check for a hundred dollars or going and getting a hundred dollar bill, sticking it in your pocket and go shopping. Go shopping. But don't spend the money. Walk through whatever mall you like to walk through. Don't go to the dollar store. You'll be there forever. Walk through. <laughs> whatever mall or shopping center you want to go through. And mentally spend that $100 until you've spent $100,000 in one day. All with the intention of, I can buy that, but I choose not to. I can buy that, but I choose not to. I can have that, but I choose not to. Are you following me now? Because that idea, that vibration comes 
through you as you welcome it, as you set the intention to bring it forward. Vibration, frequency, feeling, all of that great stuff is not something you can go out and acquire. It is not something I or any practitioner or any Reiki person can give to you. Ta-da! That's something you have to set your intention to evolve and expand within yourself. Now, Reiki practitioners, prayer practitioners, all of us, we can begin working with you to get you focused in the right direction. But it's up to you to begin that process yourself. It's up to you to begin the process yourself. It's a great story, not a great story, but there's a great example going on right now about the power of focus and about living your story. And there's, how many of you have heard about the refugee situation wanting to take them and people saying they don't want to take them, they will take them in Europe and other parts of the world. And I think that is just horrendous. And I have much, much empathy for those individuals that are fleeing their individual countries for whatever reason. For whatever reason. However, perhaps the way to heal the refugee situation around the world is for us to first heal the refugee situation within our own country. Now, hang on, because we're not talking about folks that have come here. What we're talking about is what I'm going to label financial refugees individuals that are homeless for a multitude of reasons. Guess what? The number of homeless we have in this country far exceeds the number of refugees fleeing their country. The number of refugees fleeing their country is on, are the homeless, yeah, only about 10% of our homeless population. Isn't that something? And what's the media focused on right now? The refugees overseas. And they need the focus. They need the attention. They need the funds. I, I'm not saying they don't. What I'm saying is, is that the media has shifted the focus. When was the last time you saw a documentary on the millions and millions and millions of homeless people within our midst right now? Within our midst right now. It's been a while. It's been a while. Why? People have gotten used to the story. A, people have gotten used to the story. Uh, the homeless are always going to be with us. Race thought idea coming into play. And the media is shifting the f true focus of where the focus needs to be. And what we're saying to you as clearly as we can, if we want to end refugee, the refugee situation, if we want to relieve homelessness, guess what? The focus has to be on, not on ending homelessness, but providing a safe haven for all who need it. For all who need it, no matter what. A safe haven where they're fed, where they're housed, and we're not worried about how it's going to be paid. 
let's build one less tank and one more house, shall we? Yeah, buddy. So, where's your focus in your story? Is your focus on what you really want, on those things that you really want to bring forward, or is your focus on what someone has told you you need to focus on? Is your focus on allowing your heart to come forward and feel joy, feel excitement, feel freedom? Or is the focus on, well, you know, I've got to get that new job, i got to get that promotion. Because people my age are already making this amount of money. Let that go. Let that go. Your story is about one thing. And your story is about how you live as presence. How you live as presence. Everything else is secondary. Everything else is that invisible ink that's going to materialize as you apply the heat. As you apply the energy of living as your dynamic spiritual self. So you get into that idea, that mode of, well, well, what does that look like? I had much fun with Adrian Harris yesterday, picking on her now. And Adrian was just unfortunately in my immediate line of sight as we started the process of directing folks and how to write their story. And I said, let's assume, because I didn't know and I what story Adrian wanted to focus on. And I said, let's assume Adrian wants to write a story about being this powerful manifesting expression of source energy. What would that look like? And, and I said, this is what it may sound like. And just off the cuff, I said something similar to, because it wasn't scripted, and I, I'm going to try to recall it the best that I can. I said something similar to, this story is about Adrian Harris. Adrian is a dynamic expression of the energy, the love, the, the grace of the divine mind of God living and being in the now. The entire manifest universe, universe pauses in anticipation. Every time Adrian speaks, thinks, or visualizes, because it's waiting in exciting, excited anticipation of the good of God, it knows she will express through the power of her being. Or something else simple like that. That's your story. I can take Adrian's story. That that's just that's just the first paragraph, maybe. And I can take Adrian's story and put your name in there and every single every single time because that is your story. That is the why you came here into this realm. Is that the story you're living? I won't ask you to answer. Here's the reality. Whether, it's, whether or not it's the story you're living, it is the story that you are. It is the story that you are. 
you were already powerful manifestors. You were already evolving and living being this creative force, this formative energy of the divine in all that you do. Sometimes we call it a miracle because it's all good. Sometimes we call it ick because it's not so great. Sometimes we call it the mortgage, the bill, the health issue, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, it's still a story of how you live your magnificence. And when you begin living that intention of your story of you being that powerful creator and recognizing it and honoring it and really focusing on it, focusing on the story, your story, that's what begins to manifest. And everything else, the love, the health, the joy, the freedom, the new car, the new waistline, everything else begins to appear. Just coming in, a reverse fade in into your story. You're not here to get. You are here to give. And what you are here to give is that creative expression of source, that omnipotent energy that you are. And to give that freely, consistently, and always without measure. You cannot give too much of your divinity because it's infinite. It's infinite. So when you're in that story, that chapter of the story where it where it feels like ick, ick, turn the page and write something new. Or go back and read your first chapter, the story of you being that boundless expression of source, that most dynamic creative force of nature where the entire manifest realm is waiting on you to think visualize or act in a new way. That's the power of your story. And that's how you go about living your story. So we're going to close out with this. Because I'm such a stinker. I gave the folks at the workshop yesterday homework, as we're inclined to do. Okay? And we gave them homework for one reason, and the one reason was and is for them to prove to themselves how this principle works through the law of attraction and focus. So they, they are to do this homework and experience the law of attraction evolving into their life. That's why I did that. Because I want them to feel that excitement of being the manifested, the manifesting creator. What was that homework? I'm not going to tell you. I've decided to let that kind of hang there and let you find out who was at that workshop yesterday and what that homework was. Because then you begin living your intention, living 
your focus of being the master creator. You begin being that so centered that you know and feel that you want to work in harmony with the laws of the universe. So for me to just hand it to you, that's no fun. Fulfill your intention and move forward. Fulfill your intention and begin living your story. So, it is my sincere knowing today that you all stay, you all fill your plates super high. There's a bowl of banana pudding back there made by Deb Day. I don't know what she brought y'all, but that is mine. All, all I need, all I need is some milk. I'm good. I told her this morning that was mine. She thought I was kidding. I asked her, what she bring y'all? <laughs> your story is about your magnificence. Your story is about you coming to this journey for the purpose of fulfilling your creative power, for always living in that aura of oneness with presence. Anything else is a subplot. Anything else is a subplot. Take the time to begin living your story in the now. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the tithing affirmation with me, infinite mind. Infinite mind. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my tithe. Blesses and multiplies my tithe. It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. Multiplied abundantly. And if the ushers would please come forward as they're coming forward, it's my pleasure to introduce again the wonderful Gwen Hughes.